Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to BetterHelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through BetterHelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murphy here. Hey, just real quick, I wanted to get an interview to you that I had earlier today with Kimberly Veklarov. She is a writer for the San Francisco Chronicle covering Oakland and the East Bay. And we discussed the lawsuit that the city of Oakland has filed against the Raiders and the rest of the NFL. And being that it's time sensitive, I wanted to get it to you as soon as possible and not wait until the next episode of Raiders Fan Radio. So we'll just call this an RFR conversation. And I uh, hope you enjoy the interview with Kimberly Veklarov. All right, Raider Nation, our next guest covers Oakland and the Greater East Bay and is an accomplished writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. She graduated from the University of California, Berkeley, and has been at the Chronicle since 2015. Please welcome Kimberly Veklarov. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you so much for having me. Good to be here. Now, please tell me I didn't butcher your last name. Is that right? Is it Vekerlov? Yeah, that's that's basically it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good deal. The reason that we uh, we invited you to be on the show and thank you for your time to join us here is that, you know, of course, there's this this crazy uh, lawsuit that's now that's out there and it's it's impacting the Raiders and and where they're going to play next year. We knew the Raiders were were headed for Vegas, but we didn't expect them to not play in Oakland, or at least it was certainly a, a question for the 2019 season. But now with this this lawsuit that's been filed by uh, by the city of Oakland against the Raiders and the 31 other teams in the league, and you are an expert on this and you've written some fabulous articles in the Chronicle already uh, detailing the subject. We wanted to, to hear from you on it. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, just kind of kind of tell us a little bit about how we got to where we're at today. Tell us a little bit about the precedent that's yeah. led to this. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Murph, for your kind words on that. Um, so I guess just a little bit of history, and I'm sure you know this better than I do, but 
you know, since the Raiders said that they were going to leave for Las Vegas, there was this percolating question. There were some fans who wanted to see some litigation filed to, you know, get uh, some change, some some compensation for Oakland as the team was leaving. And so this has been brewing for a really long time. The city of Oakland was worried about liability issues. What if the NFL and its high-powered attorneys come back and counter-sue the city? Um, so finally, in July, the city council authorized this lawsuit to move forward. Um, and yesterday on Tuesday, December the 11th, uh, that was filed in federal court um, you know, you mentioned an, an interesting thing, too, about sort of throwing the Raiders into chaos and just uh, a little bit on that. Um, I found out within the last couple of hours, we're talking Wednesday afternoon, um, a Raiders team executive called uh, the the head of the Coliseum Authority in Oakland and formally and officially pulled their proposal off the table um, and their proposal would have included paying $7.5 million in rent in 2019 and $9.5 million in rent in 2020 if they need that extra year extension if Las Vegas uh, wasn't yet ready for them. So that's a lot of information. Sorry for rambling on. But um, it's looking less and less likely that they could stay here in 2019 unless if they can all hammer out some new deal. Wow. So it's uh, so basically they've sounds to me like they're taking their ball and leaving. Right. I mean, for like, you know, not to, to play too light about it, but I mean, that's uh, essentially so the Raiders are cutting them off. And it's, you know, of course, it remains to be seen where the Raiders are going to going to go next year. But so what is the can you tell us a little bit about the basis of the lawsuit? We hear the word antitrust yeah. thrown around a lot. You know, it's basically to protect against monopolies. It's in place to protect against price fixing for companies kind of getting together and convoluting and setting a market. How does that mm-hmm. imply and, and reflect back on the NFL? How does that come into play? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and as you explained, uh, the city is basically accusing the NFL of operating an illegal cartel, a monopoly. So not not a drug cartel. We're talking, you know, a bunch of businesses coming together and illegally colluding. This is in Oakland's uh, lawsuit, so yet to be proven. Um, but they're essentially saying that these owners came together to do an illegal boycott of the city of Oakland by shutting them out of the marketplace, by saying, uh, you know, you're stadium proposal is not what we want to see. So we're going to move to Las Vegas. So that's where the antitrust comes in on that really broad top line level. Um, so that's, that's one of the main claims. And then the other main claim is uh, breach of contract. So the city's claiming in the lawsuit that the NFL and Raiders are not following their own bylaws and their own constitution through this relocation. Originally, there was some talk about, you know, the city suing to potentially keep the name or the colors, the logos, whatnot in Oakland. Should there ever be a chance for return of the NFL to the city? It sounds to me like that's not part of what's going on here and that this is a they're, they're looking to recoup potential lost dollars or damages in, uh, in the future for, you know, lost revenue, what, whatever it may be, or the, the costs that are pending from the, the previous renovations. What does, what does Oakland stand to gain in this process? Is this, is this a parting shot at the Raiders? Cause they know they're losing them. Is this an opportunity to just try to refund some other programs by getting some dollars back from the NFL is tell us a little bit about what the, what the city's 
purpose is by doing this? I mean, the city would say that they're trying to recoup damages, and it's it's all about the money. If you read through the lawsuit, they're asking through treble damages, which means they want triple um, triple the money essentially back from the raiders. You know, they want everything repaid, all the investments they made on the Coliseum. They want um, something called disgorgement, which is the repayment of uh, illicitly gained profits from the Raiders and from the NFL. So it's, it's all about money. Um, but in terms of remedies, you know, you mentioned the, the colors and the name. Um, you know, we don't really know what an outcome of this lawsuit could be. Uh, you know, perhaps it's dismissed and the city gets absolutely nothing. Perhaps they have to pay the NFL attorney's fees. But we really don't know how a settlement could turn out, if there could be something decided that would satisfy the city of Oakland. Um, in terms of historical context, uh, there's not really a lawsuit quite like this. But I think in the 1960s, um, Milwaukee had sued to try to keep the Braves in town. And it was kind of a similar thing where they were saying um, that it was an antitrust issue and they also they ended up getting the Seattle Pilots, the then Seattle Pilots, kind of not quite as compensation, but I guess there might be a question of like, could Oakland maybe get another team or something like that as a potential remedy? With the damages in the terms of the recoup of the dollars, does does any of that account for the revenue that that may have already been generated by having the team there? Or is there any account for that? And and is there any? I mean, I I've, I read two different things, not by your columns, but in other uh, outlets where you know the city of Oakland says that they lose money on game day because they have to pay for the police force and and all the other you know the logistics that go around game day. So they say they lose money, but now here they're suing for the sacrifice of potential revenue in the future. So I'm kind of confused on that. Can you bring any clarity to that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm not I'm not totally sure if. The city is asking for repayment of revenue that's already been that's already come to the city or if it's more about future losses. Um, And, yeah, you're totally right. There are like a million different ways to account for this. So you can say on the one hand, the Raiders cost money because of facility staff and private security and policing and, you know, converting the field for the Raiders and the A's and back and forth. That costs a big chunk of change. Um, But on the other hand, you could also talk about all the tax revenue that the team brings in and other economic activity that's generated by games. You could talk about sort of intangible things um, like, you know, hometown civic pride and and all of that, um, which, you know, it's harder to put a monetary figure on. So a lot of different accounting possibilities is how much of this is a political move. I think a lot of it is political. I think that, you know, for the mayor and the city council, they they want to show that they're not just, you know, laying down and letting the Raiders leave without trying to put up a fight and trying to get some money back. I think I think more than half of this is is political. Well, and then let me let me ask you this, uh, you know, I ask you to look into your crystal ball and I know it's never entirely fair to ask someone to speculate but just just for you know study's sake 
What do you, where do you, how do you think this works out? Like best case scenario, like what's, you know, cause the Raiders are gone. I mean, there's no, there's no keeping them there. So they're not suing to keep the Raiders there. They're not going to win the battle against the NFL to keep the colors or anything like that. Will this just kind of be a thing that'll get tied up in court for a couple of years. They settle out of court. NFL pays them. Maybe what, you know, is, is still pending on the, on the, the renovations from, from back in 1995. Like what do you think is best case here? How does this thing work out? Yeah, no, I, I think that would definitely for the city of Oakland be the best case scenario is um, is just to get that money back. I mean, if the stadium bond debt currently stands at $75 million, if they were able to get the NFL and Raiders to pay even a, a fraction of that, that would be really huge um, for, for the city of Oakland to get that. Um, you know, I think if that were to come in the form of a settlement or some kind of jury or judge ruling like that would be great for Oakland I do think that that's quite unlikely Um, I think you know if anything perhaps the NFL wants to settle this outside of court we really don't know this is sort of uncharted territory at this point I was just going to ask you then you mentioned the historical precedent earlier this is unlike we've anything we've ever seen in sports isn't it yes although my memory doesn't go very far back when it comes to Sports litigation, but but I, I I think you know these particular legal claims in this particular way against you know all 32 teams against um, the Raiders in particular is is definitely different. Good deal. Well, Kimberly, you've been an amazing resource. You brought a lot of clarity to this. Really helped help me understand the you know what's going on and, and and Raider Nation as well. And so we we definitely appreciate your time. Raider Nation, follow her on Twitter. She's K Vekerlov. It's V E K E. Well, Vekerlov. I'm sorry. I knew I was going to mess it up some point. <laughs> Vekerlov. It's, it's a really tough one. Yes, and so it's V E K. E R L O V is that correct? Uh, you're you're so close. Oh my E K L E R O V. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Absolutely good to you. Yeah, follow her on Twitter, Raider Nation, and thank you for your time. And I'll have you on again soon. Thank you. Take care. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. 
At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.